When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. So, DeMarco, I don't know if, like, the powers that be that uh, run this place like, yeah. went to Sliwa and said, hey, listen, why don't you take the Wednesday off before Thanksgiving? And we need to have DeMarco and Travis get together and just really make sure that Thanksgiving is well covered, that we, we're going to get into the meats, the sides, the drinking, like the whole thing. This feels like this is a show that was made for the two of us. W- would you take, like, you know, uh, like food Advice from a fitness geek? No. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, Exactly. Man. Never a, a skinny chef? Get Thank you. Here. If I could see your abs, I don't want to hear you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't want to hear anything from you about food. So, yes. So, when Thank does you. the, when does the uh, Thanksgiving prep in the Far household really start to ramp up into high gear? Has it happened already? About four hours ago. Okay. Yeah, so, we're prepping now. We're getting ready. So, people, there's, there's cooking going on. There's prepping going on. We and got then, three turkeys. How many people are coming? Uh, we got uh, 14. Oh, you got it. Wait, hold on a second. I know. Second. L- look, dude, yeah. it's, it's all defensive linemen in my house, and that includes everybody, okay? Oh, yeah, my mom's not listening. Everybody. Yeah, yes, we're all, yes, yes, yes. I understand. We're on the same we page. Like to eat. So we like to So we have, we have the oven turkey, we have the okay. fried turkey, and we have the one wild card. What's the wild card? I, I'm not sure. Who's that, responsible for the wild card? The middle brother. Okay. And the middle brother doesn't cook. And you're responsible for the fried one or the I'm doing the fried turkey. Okay. Yeah, but I, I look, I'm, I'm no genius. I just bought the equipment, so I just dip it in <laughs> with peanut oil. I do the injection, so well, that's my job. Look, it's a fried turkey. There's, there's only – you can't get it wrong. Exactly. You put it in the hot oil, it gets fried, you take it out and you eat it. Ding! Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. My brother, my the oldest brother, that's the house we're going to, he's uh-huh. got the tough job. He's actually doing the turkey in the oven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. well, that takes work. You got to baste it. Yeah. You got to put the foil on for a little while, but not that long. You got to cover the wings so they don't get too dry. He's got to be precise. It's, yeah, it's a, that's that's real cooking. And you're talking about a guy that's not precise. Oh, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. He's, he's, he's horses and hand, or horseshoes and hand grenades. I, I need yeah. to know the size of these turkeys because I just, just we, we went by it kind of fast. I, I need to reestablish what you said. Yeah. 14 people and there are three turkeys we expect to take home a lot of food that's what we do okay we do we, you bring your own paper plates and foil because oh, yeah. You, yeah you make first a plate, plate is a to-go plate and you separate that one from the, from the rest you put the foil over it and you hide it because we've had we've had fist fights over people stealing food <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, well. oh yeah big time so you put that aside and then you eat and then you go back for your you know your, your that's that's like a quarter of a turkey each it's pretty much pretty aggressive. All D linemen. I don't think there's a person in my family that's under 300. Wow. Yeah. It's a big I, family. I, excluding the kids, obviously, yeah. but they're close. Well, for now. Yeah, we got some yeah. big ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very we impressed. Got some booties. We have a lot of Thanksgiving talk. We uh, we did a little Rams thing this morning, and we got into uh, a Thanksgiving eliminator on something that, like, if you had to start peeling things off the table, and I've never seen you as upset with me as you were with the proposition. You I see said, my face change? You, you yeah. have to get rid of one of these things. Like, no. No, I'm not doing that. Why this do is that? Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're doing it all. Give up the dog or the cat. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
<laughs> the, the cat. They're both special yeah, to me. No, Come on. It's the cat. I'll, I'll answer that one for you. The cat goes for sure. That's a, that's, it's like, I, the better would be, I got two kids, which one? I can't give away any of the See, kids. there's cat people right now that are mad at you. That's fine. See? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with they that. They can't beat me up anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about the cat guys. Um, so we got that. We've yeah. got uh, Ask DeMarco, which yes. is coming up right. at about 1045. I've already got quite a few entries. A lot of them, some of them are football related, some of them holiday related, some of them Thanksgiving related. So if you want to send them, send them to me at Travis Rogers. DeMarco, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at DeMarco Far One. At DeMarco Far One. So you can send it to either of us and uh, we'll get to as many of those as we can. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. If you would like to participate in the show, and I would ask that you please do, you can do it on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So I'm going to need you to kind of go into what it's like to be inside a locker room when a team is not playing well, because Going back to the beginning of the season with the Lakers, I was skeptical of some of the pieces that they put together, notably Russell Westbrook. And my concern was, I get it, Russell Westbrook's a great player, he's former MVP, he's an all-star. He's, it, it's not can he play or not, he clearly can. My concern was, does he fit well or not? Does he fit well here with what the Lakers are trying to get done? And he was pretty good last night. He was particularly good in the third quarter. But the the chorus that I kept hearing, Trav, 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 this is a work in progress. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. Okay, I, I'm with you. I understand that this is a, a work in progress, that what it looks like on day one is not what it's going to look like when you start the playoffs. But played a quarter of the season. Lakers are not good. This isn't they don't look good. The Lakers are not good. There is no way to look at this and say, no, 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 no. This is They don't play offense particularly well. They really don't play defense. Wow. They turn the ball over way too often. They don't shoot the three-point shot well. You're looking at these things, and I'm not saying that the, the final grade is in. We haven't taken the final exam yet, but the first midterm is pretty lousy. Yeah. And, and we saw it last night, and I wonder just inside a locker room, DeMarco, if you're on those teams, is there a moment where you realize, no, 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 we're not a work in progress, we're just not particularly good? Oh, yeah, it happens. No one wants to admit it, and that's when you get a lot of, I guess, sports cliche talk with the media. You know, just want to, I'm happy to be here, just want to help the team, all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, to be honest, there, there's a feeling where you know we're just not good, we don't have enough pieces. Uh, you play pickup basketball. Sure. You, you just know when the, the group you picked isn't good enough to win. You know, uh, you can start planning your vacation or planning <laughs> where you're going to sit down yeah. and trying to get on with the next team that comes up. You know, but I, I don't think you're there yet with the Lakers, but you're getting awfully close. And the thing, uh, the things that they're doing wrong, of, of that list that you mentioned, the one that, that galls me the most is not playing defense. Yeah, because especially a Frank Vogel team. Isn't that why you hired him yep. for defense? So if you're it's not the just, reason they won the championship two years ago, right. they were the best defensive team in the league. That, yeah, you got LeBron, you got AD, you've got some really nice complimentary players, but the Lakers locked people down that season. No, no doubt. And doesn't that mean you're playing as a team when you're playing good defense? Because Typically. on the offensive side, it could be just pass it to Westbrook, pass it to LeBron, and let him do what he does best, and we'll live and die with his shots. But mm -hmm. on defense, that's everybody on the floor, and that's not going well. There's an issue there, big time. I'm not saying it's 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 over or you failed the class because the, your your first midterm yeah, you bombed a test. You can bomb a test and right. pass the class. For but I'm sure. not confident they're going to come out of this thing. Well, that that's the thing that I is most concerning to me. I'm going to give you, here here are some numbers. You ready for this? Yeah. 
in overall rating, net rating, the Lakers are 24th. 30 NBA teams, for reference point, they're 24th. In overall offensive rating, they're 25th. In overall defensive rating, they're 20th. They're 28th in points allowed. They're 29th in turnovers. They're 20th in three-point shots, and they've given up. They've been behind by 25 or more points in a third of their games. Wow. that's the, yeah. this, is, this is not just, hey, if we get this cleaned up, we're going to be okay. That's like my first couple of report cards when I was a kid, like all Fs and 1A. You know what yeah. I mean? P.E.? There's hope. Yes. There's hope. There's hope there. See, there's 1A. So we just have to figure out how he learns. But, yeah, I mean – uh, we said this earlier when I was doing the show with you, with Westbrook coming in, how's this going to work? We don't mm-hmm. know how it's going to fit. This could turn out to be a disaster. Well, that's the beginning stages of a disaster right there, which you just read off. Yeah, you, and you look at the, them playing against the Knicks last night. And look, there there were some positives last night, I think. I think. They fell behind by 25 points. They were behind 54 to 29 at one point. And it felt like, okay, here we go. This is going to be another one of those nights where not only do they get beat, but they get beat badly, and they get beat badly by a team that's not very good. The Knicks are kind of average. They're they're not terrible. They're not the, you know, the Oklahoma City Thunder like we right. saw earlier in the season. Not expected to win championship, right? Yeah. But they're not they're not the Bucks. They're not the Nets or the Warriors or the Suns or one of those teams. You're like, yeah, you're gonna have to go through one of these guys at one point. Um, now they they fought back. They they fought back. They actually tied the game in the third quarter. They were they were very vigorous. They they were they played hard. Russell Westbrook was phenomenal in the third quarter. But you expend so much energy just to fight your way back to even that by the time you got into the fourth quarter, they were completely spent. They had no legs. They had no, they had nothing. There was absolutely nothing in that fourth quarter that let you thought that they were going to win that game. And I just don't know how often we can continue to say, oh, they'll, they'll figure it out. There, there are some fundamental problems with this group. They, they don't play defense. They fall behind. They had no energy to start that game at all. At some point, it has to be, we need to change some things, not hope that things get better. Well, here's the thing. About football, I can tell you exactly when a head coach is going to get fired, when it goes bad and it keeps getting worse. I can tell you when they pull the trigger on that and they get rid of the guy. I don't know about that in basketball. I don't really have the pulse, but mm-hmm. it, it can't continue this way in this fashion. Some Something's going to have to change and it won't be the players. But I'll say this about furious comebacks in basketball in particular. I give you no points for that. You're a professional. And especially when you do have a 25-point lead, don't most teams change when they're in the lead? Mm-hmm. It's all about the clock now, right? Mm-hmm. So I, furious comebacks do not do anything for me. What does bother me is getting in those holes to begin with, consistently, time in and yeah, time this out. this is not a one-off. This is a yeah, regular pattern. That's the sign of a bad basketball team. Forget the comebacks. I can care less. That's great for the media. But what's really going on is that team that gets down by 25. Not the team that comes fighting back from it. That's the real team? That's the real team, yeah. So what's the sign in football? What's the You, you said, I know when, it's, when there's a change coming in football. What is it? When you can start telling the players are quitting. You know what I mean? Uh, let's just say when you're within 10 in the fourth quarter and you actually have a chance to win this football game and you, it goes to 17 and then to 21. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. When it keeps getting worse, when you actually have a chance to win and you can tell the guys have – absolutely just quit on the guy that's yeah, coaching see, this this is the thing about the i don't Lakers, think they so quit i don't, I don't think either. they figured it out yet I, I, yeah i think it's neither of those you oh know, really I, I don't think they've quit because you, you saw it well you're not giving them a ton of um credit for the comeback that they made i i think it's kind of easy if you're down by 24 25 points in the second quarter to say like tonight ain't the night like we especially they gotta play tonight again in, in. Indiana, yeah. indiana so 
NBA games back-to-back, not easy. If I Look, this one's kind of a wrap. I'm going to save some of my juice for tomorrow. I, I know that's not the best way to look at it, but I think it's kind of human nature. But they didn't quit. I don't think that anybody that was out there was like, okay, tonight's not our night. The, but this idea that they're going to figure it out, you, sometimes you don't have the right pieces to make a machine, right? You just got True. a bunch of stuff. Right. That maybe it's good stuff, but it doesn't come together in any meaningful way. And this was my concern at the beginning. And it's still my concern. And making it even worse is that LeBron has missed so much time, most of it with injury. Last mm. night he missed a game because of a suspension, which we'll talk about in a second. But Nice left hook. The, yeah, Best well, left hook of the it, weekend. It landed pretty clean <laughs> and opened up with that. Right. That, that, that was a nice cut. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was, that was, They might have to stop that fight just for blood. <laughs> right. um, but it's, it, it's not just, hey, if we stop turning the ball over, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Or if we play a little bit better defense, we're going to be okay. Or if we get this guy back, we're going to be okay. Or if this guy can start to knock down some – it's all of this stuff. I don't think it's figure it out. I think it's we need to shuffle the deck a little bit. I don't know if Could that's be. lineup or trades or well, personnel. I, I don't know what it is. I'm just saying that what I've seen through 20 games ain't I it. agree. Now, here's the question, and you watch them closer than I do because, you know, I've got my head in the clouds right now. When they do make these furious comebacks, do they look different than when they got down in the first place? Like, are they giving up on the plan and just saying, hey, look, this is what we need to do to get back in the game? Because well, if that happens, that's an issue. Yeah. Last night it felt like they started to do a couple of things, and it seems terribly odd. They were starting to rebound. They started to get the ball. They had one possession where they seemed like they got four or five offensive rebounds on one possession. The Knicks were getting one shot. Lakers would get the ball, and Lakers might get more than one shot. And they made some shots. Russell Westbrook started making some shots. Anthony Davis made some shots. That It's not you know rocket science. It's not reinventing basketball. It's just doing Within the things the you need to do. Within the offense, or these guys are just no, taking over? No, it, it felt Within like, the offense? Well, okay. in, in the sense that they run any sort of offense. Right. This is, this is another issue. If I said to you, what what's the offense that the Lakers are running? I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of Russell Westbrook doing his thing. They'll throw it to Anthony Davis, who does his thing. When LeBron's there, he'll kind of do his thing. They'll kick it to an open guy once in a while. But it's not like when it's LeBron and AD and they put you in that pick and roll. Right. They, just, they just beat you to death with it. Yeah, there's no answer poison. for it. Right. right. We're going to get you one way or the other with right. this. This doesn't feel like that. One night, Carmelo may be hot and make some shots, or Wayne Ellington might make some shots. There doesn't seem to be a, this is what makes this offense go, and I think that's the biggest concern. Maybe, you know, maybe in sports everything is, you know, it goes inside. Maybe the the era of the super team could be gone. You know what I mean? Or it's, it's just taken a long time for you know these these quote unquote super teams to gel. Well, and it fires up the other squad. You know this, right? Well, that, look, I get it. Yeah. You have a Laker uniform on. You're going to oh, get everybody shot. Target. That, that's yep. the way that it goes. But there may be something else going on as well, which is not good news for the Lakers. And it's about LeBron, who should be back tonight. That's next. It's Travis and Sleet, Demarco in for Sleet, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Make sure that you vote for Ask Slee as best uh, segment of the year. That's the one I care about the most. The host and everything else, that, that's fine. Show, fine, whatever. If you want to vote for our show, yeah. that's fine. But the Ask Slee segment is the one that I'm actively campaigning for as the best segment on the show. Uh, that's the one that I care okay, the most uh, about. Okay, you like that one the best. I do. Okay, I mean, 
because it makes Slee wildly uncomfortable. Oh, okay, every great. I knew there was some. <laughs> every single time we do it, he could just, it's this. He hates just it? Resign, not hate. He, he's, he's come around to tolerate. It was okay. At the beginning, it was hate. And now we're at, he's tolerating it. But every time it's this resignation, this, all right, I guess we have to do this right now. But he's, he strikes me as a guy that doesn't mind sharing his opinion. Does he hate like <laughs> being questioned he or something? He doesn't like being the center of attention. Is what oh, it is. that's what it is. Yes. Oh, okay. He, he does not like being in the center of the ring and oh. everybody's saying, okay, you go. See, that's if, if we hung out, like. I would be the guy that would, if we go to a restaurant, I would tell the servers it's his birthday. <laughs> every single time. Time we go out absolutely yes absolutely perfect i love it all right a couple of tweets here don't forget you can send them to uh me whenever you would like at travis rogers this is from the succulent one and it's uh to the the two of us demarco it says together for thanksgiving pregame show the cream team the cream team <laughs> i like it calling us absolutely the cream team i'll take it we'll be asleep by 2 p.m so okay, when is the din- when is dinner in the uh far household is it Right around one o'clock. Okay, oh, one so, o'clock. Ooh. I mean, we don't really like ring the dinner bell, but people start to show up and sit down right around <laughs> one o'clock. So the pressure starts to mount. So is there some snacking, some appetizer things going on before, or is it just you just hit the meal? See, full that's funny. Speed? That's funny. Uh, my uncle, he's the oldest living male in our family, okay. and he's coming to this Thanksgiving, and he brings snacks like Doritos and whatnot. <laughs> okay. So and he'll make a big show out of opening. <laughs> He'll open it slow so it's loud. That means he's hungry and you're taking too long. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that's a that's his version of when are we eating? Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Like my mother back in the day when she wanted like people to leave, she'd just start vacuuming. <laughs> so when that. he starts offering Doritos to the, the person cooking. Yeah, that means you need to get your hurry. You know, what yes. Going. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, here's another one from David Rodriguez. He says, Trav, it's crazy how you're still on Russ. I feel, but our other players are very inconsistent and the coaches are bad. Russ is improving. Okay, that's, David. Let me let me that's be. Been his whole career, right? Well, this is this is the Russell yeah. Westbrook experience, yes, right? The, yeah. This is how it goes. The, I, if I'm making it sound like I'm saying Russell Westbrook is a problem with the Lakers, that's not my opinion. Right. My opinion on Russell Westbrook hasn't changed, which is I don't think he fits particularly well with this group, which I think to this point has been borne out reasonably well. But the reason the Lakers are a very average team right now is not because Russell Westbrook is doing things; it's because nothing works. Russ has gotten a little bit better. Anthony Davis hasn't played well. I don't care what his stats say. My eyes and watching these games tell me he's not impacting the game. LeBron has missed a ton of time. All of the other pieces that they brought in, Malik Monks and Ellington's and THT's been dreadful in the last couple of games. It's the entire experience. It's not just Russ. It is the complaint I had at the beginning of the season is the complaint I have now, which is, I don't know if this is a good team. They're good players. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you, you can speak to that, DeMarco. Totally. There's a difference between having a bunch of good players. LeBron's a good player. Anthony Davis is a good player. Russell Westbrook's a good player. Carmelo Anthony is a good player. Great players, all four of them. Is it a good team? Not yet. You know, it strikes me as a team, and it always did, this 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 pairing with LeBron and, and Melo and, and Westbrook. It's a team you got to get into the playoffs, then anything could happen. But I'm not sure if you make it or get a favorable seed because it's – a team of good players, not necessarily a good team. Now, you can answer this better than me. Has Westbrook actually made anybody better that he's well, played with? I think that's... That Durant was good. <laughs> that's the question that's been there from the beginning of that's time. That's what I mean. Westbrook. So, it, you can't... No matter what he does when he's on the floor, you can never pick on just him. No. No. That, yeah. Well, look, he, he's going to get numbers. He's going right. to put up a triple-double virtually every night. That's what he does. Does he impact the game in a positive way? Sometimes yes, oftentimes no. Right. And the Lakers did not need a guy that has a ball in his hands the entire time. 
They do not need a guy who doesn't shoot particularly well, which he does not. They don't need a guy that turns the ball over a bunch, which he has on multiple occasions. They need somebody that's a part of the collective. The team needs to be Anthony Davis and LeBron James and his and their supporting cast. Maybe that's what they're doing, letting him play his way into that, to understanding that. Because if the light does come on with him, okay. if so, it does come on, yo, well, boy, yeah. you've got yourself a heck of a player. Uh, okay, yeah. Maybe. If I lost 75 pounds, I'd look pretty good. <laughs> okay, is that going to happen? You look great now. <laughs> but, you look no, great now. But yeah. You take me through this, because here, here's Alan and I disagree on this constantly. Okay. I'm a believer in that not not just athletes, but more or less human beings. You kind of are who you are. Your, your personality kind of is what it is. Your work ethic kind of – you may have little spurts where you're going to be a little better or a little worse. People or, don't change. Yeah, I, I don't think they – and I really don't think athletes change much, and I really, really don't think that tremendous transcendent athletes change very often at all. The reason Russell Westbrook is so good – is he believes I'm the best player in the world. He's believed it for as long as he's been playing ball, right? That the best the, the best route for us to win this game is for me to take over. Wow. And he's been right almost his entire life. Right. You know, you, yep, I'll do that, I'll do this, I'll do that. Give me the ball, I'll make the thing, and then if I need to kick it, I'll kick it. To all of us to play one way from the time he's probably been in high school until he is right now, to say, hey, all of a sudden, I need you to be option number three. Wow. That's, that's, that's a really big ask, and I don't know if anybody could do it. Some guys, it t- Carmelo Anthony basically had to sit out an entire year of the NBA to, learn it. Yeah, to, yeah. to realize, you know what, this is going to be different. I'm not the guy that's going to take 25 shots a night. I'm a guy that's going to get 12 shots a night, and I just got to kind of come to grips with that. And he did, and he's done it very effectively. I don't know if Russ can it's do it. It's hard to do. I saw it up close, and this goes back to when Marshall Falk was our running back. We actually drafted a guy from Illinois um, to be our running back, and he was okay, but he wasn't special. Then we traded for Marshall, and mm-hmm. you had a choice. They'll probably cut you unless you transition to fullback, and that's tough to swallow. You sure. go from being the primary ball carrier to a, to a blocker, and he did it. His name was Robert Holcomb, so it can't happen. But um, that, it's not Robert Holcomb. You're asking Eric Dickerson to become the fullback. True. Now, this is different. <laughs> now, players can evolve. I, I saw Jordan go from dunking on everyone to a turnaround jump shooter and was great at it, so... It does happen, but, but Jordan's game changed, but yeah. not the not the approach, not the philosophy. Very true. It was still it goes through me, me. <laughs> right? So I mean that's going to be hard for Russell Westbrook. But look, I mean he has to see it like we're seeing it, seeing the same numbers we're seeing. Uh, when he watches the video, he sees what we're talking about right now. Maybe the light comes on. Uh, hopefully it comes on. But there was a quote I, I was, was reading about Frank Vogel, and I think it came because of LeBron punching the guy in the face, but. <laughs> Inadvertently, inadvertently, according to it, Laker fans. But it stands out, and I think it's it's important to this conversation. He said, LeBron, he impacts winning more than any other player. Yeah. And to me, I heard he's talking to Westbrook on that one. It's like, this is the guy that impacts winning more than anyone else on the team. Everyone else needs to play a role. And in, until we get that, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, well, here's the – so this has changed. This was – they built a super team. To we need just some time to iron off the, the the sharp edges. To Anthony Davis needs to carry this in LeBron's absence, and Russell Westbrook can do the parts where LeBron is either resting or or injured or just you know take a DNP CD sort of yeah, yeah. decision. To hey LeBron will come back and fix everything. Just we, 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 everybody That's hold on until at. we get <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that brings us to this. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may want to recalibrate. Okay. He's getting to the foul line 
far less than he did a year ago, about half as often, wow. which means he's attacking the basket less. Yeah. When he does attack the basket, he's shooting his lowest percentage in his career. He's relying more and more on three-point shots, the highest percentage of his entire career. He is all of a sudden seeing some pretty significant drop-off in indicators, right? Yeah. And it's nobody's fault. It's time. That spells O-L-D. It, it's time. It's, <laughs> I can't just – all right, I'm going yeah. to hoop. Because the, the, the best play in basketball for the last 15 years was give it to LeBron and have him attack the basketball. Lower the shoulder. Right. And how whoop, do you stop that? Right. right? And now it's not quite there, and he's not quite there because he's missed 11 of their first 19 games. He's well, back tonight. Don't you think he's playing off a little bit, like changing a little bit just to let the other guys kind of gel? Because I the still worst think that guy's idea, though. Well, why, I still think that guy's still there. I, well, that's the question. And right? he's got to wait to turn it on because he can't do it for as long as he did before. Okay. You led me right to the thing yeah. that I've been saying last couple okay. of days. What the Lakers are theoretically asking him to do is the worst thing they could ask him to do, which is, can you just do it all for us? <laughs> can, can, you know, can, can you just do everything? Can you just be LeBron from 2015 again? Can you be LeBron from eight years ago again? Can you do it in your His 19th His first Cavaliers season? run? Can you do it? <laughs> yeah. Right, and, and I get it. that yeah. Anthony Davis can step into that role as the best number two, maybe ever, which I think is the perfect lane for him. When he's right. that, there's nobody better at that than he is. Maybe Russell, Russell Westbrook can be a supporting player, but in his 19th season, in what is you know arguably his 23rd season when you add in all the playoff games right. to say all right let's just wait till lebron comes back and he'll fix everything see in these numbers that seems like an impossible ask see that would be embarrassing to me if i was a player not named lebron that i have to wait for one guy to fix everything maybe i think maybe the dynamic is there's a the dynamic is off between ad and westbrook like when lebron's off the floor who's the one option it should be ad, AD. but it's going through Russ. Right. Maybe that's the issue. And you can't coach your way out of that. That's got to come between those two players. Well, and, and AD needs to insist that it's him. Right. And, and you may you, have to you, fight him. You, you may. It may no, we're yeah. going to do it. Th I'm better than you at this. You may have to say right. that. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I think he's trying to in the media. I think he's hinting around. It's not his deal. But he's never been. A, exactly. I see deal. your face. He's never yeah. been that sort of tough guy. But maybe yeah. you have to evolve for Russ to evolve. All right, so we got a lot of Lakers, 877-710-ESPN. What did you make of last night? What do you make moving forward? What do you make of the ask of LeBron come and save us? Because it's looking more and more like that is the plan that they have in place. Plus, Rams on the road, DeMarco, to Lambeau Field. It's kind of, a, kind of a fork in the road game for the Rams. There's yeah. one path that's all good, and there's the other one that is not so good. It's one that's of those next. frozen salad forks. <laughs> there you go. Those are nice. Yeah, right. Let's not sleep on a frozen salad plate either. Right. When they bring you that cold plate of salad, that's yeah. wonderful. Who doesn't like that? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Okay, DeMarco. So Matthew Judon for the I, New England Patriots. I had right? to tell you, I'm trying to spell cheddar, and for some, I was spelling it with T's. <laughs> no. And I was getting mad at my phone. C-H-E-D-D-A-R. I, I know. I was spelling it with two T's. See? <laughs> That's the bye week. It's the bye week. <laughs> right. in France. Why won't this phone work? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Matthew Judon from the Pats, right? Yeah. Pretty good football player, yes? Yes. I don't think you're going to like what I'm about to tell you. What? This is, is he hurt? No. Well, he may, maybe. Maybe some sort oh, of no. brain what did trauma. He do? What did because he do? this is his take on mac and cheese. Oh. Ready? Well, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. This is Matthew Judon, linebacker for the uh, Patriots. Yeah. It's just cheese and noodles. It's not that good. Get macaroni and cheese off the table at Thanksgiving. It's disgusting. Get it off the table. Judon said that? He did. Hold on. Let me get to my files. <laughs> and let me delete every nice thing I've ever said about him. Okay. Not yet. No longer good player. You're now bad. <laughs> Horrible. That, that I don't like, want you on my team. I, I, I get that <laughs> yeah. maybe mac and cheese isn't your number one item. I get that, but everybody like for the, all the reasons he said. It's noodles and cheese. What's not to like about that? that? Yeah, yes and yes. <laughs> More, please. I'm, I'm Ask me what my favorite kind of mac and cheese is. What is your favorite kind of mac and cheese? More. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were doing the, the all-access this morning, and, and, and we were having a, a Thanksgiving kind of eliminator, and I tried to eliminate either potatoes or mac and cheese. You weren't having it. How do you, You're like, we're not you, doing that. You can't. <laughs> You can either breathe or, or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there, this is, <laughs> right. okay, take me now. Thank you. Right? Come take on now. now. That's so, not right. Did you guys uh, – did Go you ahead, hear Emily? about uh, Mac Jones? What? He said he does not like pies. So at least he likes mac and cheese because his name is Mac. He but he doesn't like yeah. any pies. <laughs> he struck me as a guy that doesn't like pie. What do you mean? Take, take I can me, just tell. Take me through with somebody he, he who doesn't like, like pie. like a guy that doesn't like pie. <laughs> How, first of all, it's sugar. Thank you. Butter. It's great. It's flaky. Absolutely. It often could be fruity. It yes. could be creamy. And you don't it, have to look <laughs> at it while you eat it. You know what I mean? You can watch TV and eat a pie. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You don't have to look down. Okay, hold on. Uh, we we're gonna need to market. Hold on. It's uh, it's 10:33 yeah. on November 24th. My new favorite phrase has been spoken out loud. You don't have to look at it to eat it. Thank you. That's you know amazing. What I mean? Yes. Well, I never thought of it quite like that. But I don't right. have to break focus. I right. can keep watching. I and eating. just yes. keep shoveling Absolutely. while I watch my Thanksgiving yes. football. Oh my gosh! How do you not like pie? That's pretty crazy. Don't wow. forget, uh, ask Slee. We're still doing it in about 10 minutes from right now. But it's Ask Demarco. Go ahead and send those to me at Travis Rogers. We'll uh, we'll do a ton of those coming up in just a little bit. So. The Rams have had two bad weeks in a row. Tennessee put it on them, and then San Francisco really put it on Hammered them. Hammered them, yeah. A um, couple of bad weeks or a little bit of a blueprint on how to beat the Rams, DeMarco, because it felt kind of similar the way that they did it. The Rams turned the ball over early, and then they just got real physical with them, and they never were able to get back in the game. I'm going to say a couple of bad weeks. I am. I mean, I, I, every defensive coordinator in the world preaches takeaways. Let's take the ball away. We take the ball away, we win. But – you can't really say you game plan to pick off Matthew Stafford. It's just what happened in the game. Now you can say those interceptions or Matthew Stafford not looking like Matthew Stafford mm -hmm. is a product of what's happening in front of him. The offensive line kind of getting run over. Tennessee did a job on him, and uh, San Francisco did too. But 
I wouldn't say there's a blueprint out there. This is not what happened in the Super Bowl with Belichick. It's not? No. How Why, that what's took, different? How that took about a year and a half to get over. That's not schematic. This is just guys lining up and beating the guys you have blocking for Matthew Stafford. That's a little bit different. So, And I would say your focus has been off. Your rhythm has been off. There's been a disturbance in the, in the force, if you will. Okay. You're, you're adding Von Miller after you just beat Houston. So you're talking about that on Monday instead of talking about the game you just had. Then after that, after Tennessee beats you, you add OBJ. So the world's talking about you now. Even before you added OBJ, you had every pundit on ESPN saying he needs to come to L.A. So right. the Rams were in the news for everything but football. Well, guess who else is watching? The San Francisco 49ers. And they need to get a win. So all they were doing was preparing to kick your butt. So uh, I think you for two weeks in a row, you were distracted and your opponent was focused. And you got hammered both times. I think all that's over. Von Miller is a Ram. OBJ is a Ram. You're coming off a bye week where all you've done is work on football. And you've got to go to Green Bay to beat Aaron Rodgers. If that doesn't focus you, I don't know what will. So I think this was just a two-week hiccup for this football team. Well, and there's it's a one, big hiccup. There's too. another and yeah. as I see it as well, which is if you win, you're right where you need to be. Right. right. You're eight and three. You've beaten Green Bay. You've beaten Tampa and you get to play Arizona again. Right. OK, so all the teams that you need to beat to be the number one seed in the league, you get to play with the exception of Dallas. But you're you're ahead of Dallas at this point. Dallas has three losses. You know, you still are in a good position where you can stay ahead of them. Um, if the other thing happens, if you go into Green Bay and Green Bay beats you now, all of a sudden you've gone from a team that had, was a one loss team to a four loss team in three weeks right. or three games at least. And you've lost to a bad team in San Francisco, or at least theoretically a team that did not have a good record. You've lost to Tennessee, who's kind of a, a, an unusual team in the way that they go about it. And you've lost to a really good team. You still only have two wins against winning teams, Indy and Tampa. You know, you look at the – they took care of business through that stretch with Detroit, the Giants, and Houston. And they looked pretty good through that right. stretch. But the opponents were, were not quality opponents. If it goes the other way, all of a sudden, at least for me, I'm feeling very differently about what I've seen. That It's not just – their record would be fine at 7-4. and four. You're not in jeopardy of missing the playoffs or anything like that. But the way you feel about it, and especially if that ball gets turned over a time or two again – I just all of those good feelings through the first seven weeks kind of go poof. I agree with you 100% in that assessment. Um, if you do, if you come back from Green Bay at, you know, with another loss and you're you're seven and four now, it's it's changed because I think expectations are higher than just making the playoffs. Oh, Wouldn't you sure. say? Uh, no, it's Super Bowl or bust. Yes, even making a run in the playoffs is almost not good enough. You need to yeah. get to the Super Bowl at SoFi. If you make a good strong run, I think that would be cool. But just making the playoffs not good enough. That's for bad football teams. They, we, look, this team has been sold on something different than that. And, and here's yeah. the thing: Let, let's cut to it. They made the playoffs last year. They won a playoff game. They right. went into Green Bay last year and actually played pretty well despite Jared Goff not even with – if Aaron Donald's not hurt last year, who Different knows game. how that game Yeah, goes. McVay's not coaching for his job. So no. making the playoffs doesn't solve all. I mean, that's just part of it. You, you've got to set yourself up to win a championship. So beating Green Bay has always been a part of it, no matter what happened the last two weeks. Beating Green Bay and, and Green Bay has been a part of that winning formula. But you've got to get it done. So I don't think, to answer your question, and Green Bay's been doing great on defense and Aaron Rodgers and that offense is always Aaron Rodgers and sure. that offense. But I don't think there's anything they can extrapolate from Tennessee and San Francisco and, hey, let's use that against the Rams. No, that's just the 49ers doing what they do against the Rams and Tennessee just ran over them with that defensive line. So I'm not sure if you can use that, but the Rams need to just eliminate distractions, 
get back to preparing for football games only and then bring your A game to Green Bay. And I, I will take them against just about anybody. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I, I think that there's another thing in here, too. If they go to Green Bay and they don't play well, especially if Matthew Stafford doesn't play well, the question, hey, I thought you were here to not do this. We, 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 <laughs> yeah. we saw what this team looks like with a quarterback that throws it to the other team, quarterback that makes bad decisions, a quarterback that fumbles the ball, and the Rams felt like they, they kept hitting the ceiling based on the play of their quarterback. They fixed it. They go out and they get Matthew Stafford at a high cost. If it starts to look the same, we're not going to look at Matthew Stafford. We're going to look at Sean McVay. True. Well, you've heard me say this before. I think I said it on this show about I think the Rams at some point are going to pay for an over-reliance on Matthew Stafford, meaning mm-hmm. you got to get the run game going, meaning you have to play better defense, meaning you can't let Detroit do what they did to you on special teams. You have to play perfect football in other areas and not have to rely on this guy's arm because nobody can throw the ball that much. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and be successful down the stretch. I mean – Every single run-and-shoot offense known to man has petered out at some point. So you're getting pretty close to that. You need to balance this out with a run game and get a little tougher in the trenches. So I think, if anything, that's what needs to switch. That's what needs to change. you got to get tougher on both sides of the line, offense and defensive line, and stop this over-reliance on the passing game and Matthew Stafford. That balancing out is really interesting. I'm yeah. curious, and we'll, we'll talk about this coming up. In fact, we'll do it a, a little bit after 11 o'clock. I want to get into the idea of, is being balanced a product of what they're doing to you or a product of what you decide you want to do when you go into a game? Because the Rams, when they run it, it works. They just stop doing it. So we'll come to that coming up a little bit after 11. But coming up next, it's Ask Slee, only it's Ask DeMarco. That's straight ahead on Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This was perfect. That This is the right day for you to be here. Pre-Thanksgiving, a little Ask DeMarco. We're going to go right to it. It's Daniel Tapia, and he has hashtag Ask DeMarco. Bring it. Worst guy to have over. The first plate is already a to-go plate guy. We talked about him yeah. a minute ago. Or the guy that leaves a half scoop of every dish instead of killing it off so you are stuffed with the sample bites. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, the, the the latter. The Come on, guy. man. You know, that's just lazy. Take it. Take the whole thing so I can wash the dish. You know what I'm saying? Just don't leave a scoop in there. Yeah, well, I, okay. Is there not something to be said for, I don't want to be the guy that takes the last one because then there's nobody left for, or there's nothing yeah, left for the next guy. There's something to be, you're it's lazy. Like eating the last slice of pizza. Like that last slice of pizza will sit in the box for a minute. Well, if, if the last guy wanted that, he would have taken it. If it's there, you take it. Don't leave it there. Come on, man. That's lazy. Fair enough. John in Huntington Beach. Which quarterback you sacked was the most fulfilling? Hashtag Aston Marcus. Wow. Well, I'll say the most fun was Brett Favre. Okay. I mean, he's the guy that can make you laugh, like hysterically laugh as you're chasing him. He's like talking you, to you? Yeah, like you feel like you're like seven or eight. It's fun. We're just playing What's football again. Just joking around, having fun. You can't get me. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that, that type of stuff. 
fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, did so, you did you run him down or did you catch him when he wasn't looking? Both. Okay. I mean, it, look, when you blast him, and yeah. you never really can blast Brett Favre, but when you did, I mean, he'll say good hit. Yeah. You know, he's a competitor, but he's you're having fun while playing against him. Now, I felt bad hitting Dan Marino. And Troy Aikman. Why? Because they'll say, what's up to you? Great pass rush. And then they'll just rip their offensive line to shreds. <laughs> hey, d Farman, You're, you're going to get me killed out here you're, kind of You're stuff? having a great year, man. Good stuff. I hope your family's well. Hey, you fat ass. <laughs> you couldn't block him? You can't keep this guy off me? I was like, oh, my God. I feel so bad. My bad. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> Francis in Glendale. Pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Oh, sweet potato. Yeah. Hands down, sweet potato. Sweet potato goes. So... Pumpkin pie, I've, I've said this before, there may not be a more vile substance on the face of the earth. It's. I thought I loved you. I know I, know I love no, you now. No, yeah. So here, here's, the, here's the thing. Has anybody ever said, you know what would be great to make a pie out of? That giant orange squash over there. <laughs> what, what, what if we scooped out all that stuff that looks like barf out of the inside? Right. And then we cut it into chunks, pureed it with a bunch of cinnamon and nutmeg, made it the consistency of like a marshmallow, and then we baked it, and so it got a little more firm. What if? How does that sound? Can I make you a nice squash no, pie, DeMarco? I, I didn't like it before. Now I hate it. <laughs> yeah, awful. I'm with you. I, you know, I heard this commercial, what, 33% of our food is wasted? Yeah, I bet half house. of that is. I bet half of that is pumpkin pie. <laughs> at least in my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I. We we throw a little stuff away, but I, I like yeah. that. Was, this is the best part about having kids. They're not going to finish. It. I mean, I I paid for it. Yep. I got to eat those fries. I got to eat those chicken nuggets. I got to finish off that mac and cheese. No doubt. That's I am the it. closer in my house. Uh -oh. Yes. This now I, I want you to be honest with me. Okay. Do, do not feel pressure to answer this one way or the other because I'm sitting right here. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. This is from Coffee and Dodger fan. Do you prefer co-hosting with Sliwa or Travis? Hashtag Ask DeMarco. Oh, I'll say it, Travis. No <laughs> doubt. Absolutely. What's well, up, Slee? I know done, he's listening. <laughs> we did the food thing, right? We, yes. Al would be like, what are you guys talking about? Like, just have a slice of pie. What's the big deal? Thank you. <laughs> but, See? But you gotta there's not a subject that's off limits. With me. <laughs> that's, right. That's right. All right, I'm going to change this one a little bit. This is from Dave in San Clemente. And it says, this is what he wrote, but I'm going to change it a little bit. He says, I need you to guess the total number of wreaths at the Rogers household for the Christmas season. My wife is wreath nuts. Yeah. We have a wreath for every season. But that's not the number that I want you to focus on. My wife is a huge fan of Christmas, and she ha she likes Santa Claus. Okay? okay. I want you to guess at how many Santa Clauses might be in my house say, let's say December 15th, like in the height of the Christmas season, how many different Santa trinkets are in my home how many rooms can i uh, ask i have four rooms in my four house. rooms uh let's see and, and i'm gonna give you a, i'm gonna give you a tip here okay there's none in any of the bedrooms it's in there's the, none it, in the bedroom it's in the kitchen it's in the family room and it's in the living room i'll say more than 15 <laughs> is that is that funny it's you you know, i'm not even close you're not even close more or less, far far more. More I, than fifteen. I, I did a video one time. You know what I should do? I should post the video because my friends didn't believe me. I have nearly a hundred Santa Clauses in my house, and they're it, not in the bedroom. They're not in the bedroom. They're in, and they're like you don't have a hundred. I was like, okay. As I got my phone out and I walked around, one, two, three, with so the video. We're talking pictures, posters, dolls. There, there are little like there, there's dolls. There's advent calendars. There's Christmas tree ornaments. There are. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't count the tree. There, there, no, but I'm not I talking like there's, yeah, yeah. there's not 75 on the tree and 25. There, there's five or six on the tree. And the rest are spread around the home. At best, I was going to go 30. We have this ledge in our kitchen. Yeah, yeah. That, and we have these Santas that are probably, I don't know, eight inches tall. And there's like 12 of them. 
Where do you put these? Okay, now now we're getting now we're into some sense. This is this is the right question. You've asked the correct question. Where do you put these in In the garage next to the two plastic bins full of sombreros that don't get used? Where else would you put them? Where do you park the lawnmower? <laughs> Side of the all, house. All the cars are on the street. I'm that neighbor because you can't pull anything into my garage. Yeah, I'm I'm wonderful. Uh, hey, uh, Sue, we um, we have two <laughs> plastic bins full of sombreros. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. We don't wear sombreros. But, We're not having a, 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 a Cinco de Mayo party. We're not having a uh, Mexican-themed birthday party. Where'd they party. come from? I don't know, DeMarco. They don't d- ask me questions. They just showed up one they're, day. They're there, and they have never left okay. along the way. Oh, um, all right. of marriage. Corey from Tarzana. Do you stuff yourself with as much food as you can up front, or do you pace yourself over the course of the next three days for maximum stuffage? Hashtag ask DeMarco. Like I said, everybody in my family is over 300. Okay. That answers itself, You're getting right? It in, oh, we go. We go. We <laughs> don't say grace, we say go. Okay? <laughs> we, we we say go and get in there. But yeah. Okay. The, Runs I'm, don't make it. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> concerned about like I don't want to go super hard on that first, but like I get a little bit of everything, right? Yeah. So and then you're gonna go back and you're gonna have a little bit of everything a second time. But then I need like a couple, you know, an hour or two before you go back for the turkey sandwich, okay. and then you're doing a little pie. I'm going like, for I, the knockout. I, it's a slow. Yeah. It's not slow. That's the wrong word. It is a steady gorging process, as opposed to I'm going to hit it as hard as I can for the next hour. Okay, so if you, if I invited you over for Thanksgiving, yeah, with that pace, I'm getting left behind. You're not going to be able to eat, man. <laughs> I'm serious. By the time you go back and you're ready for the second meal, everything is gone. You better get it now. <laughs> you better get in there oh, and get it. See, there, I need, there needs yeah. to be like a. You know, like when you go to a, a health club or something, they have the rules. Yeah. Like, you, you can't do this, you can't do that. I need it at the front door of the, the far household. If you want, you better go fast. Dude, when everybody's big in the room, you don't need rules. You know what's I happening. I feel like I could hold You better eat now. I feel like I can get through <laughs> it. John in Fullerton, who's your favorite Star Wars character of all time? Hashtag Boba Fett. Asked DeMarco. Boba, that was Boba quick. Fett. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, he's Boba just Fett? great. There's mystery there. He's awesome. Um He's not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He works for the money. You know what I mean? He's awesome. He's <laughs> Wait, not beholden to the, re- Bo- the rebellion. I, I don't, he's not evil. I know Star Wars reasonably well. Is Boba Fett not a bad guy? I he's a bounty he's hunter. A bad guy. Is a bounty hunter oh, a bad guy? Oh, he's just a gun for hire. That's it. Okay. Yeah, so if you pay if you pay him more, he's working for you. I like that guy. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's hard to trust that guy. I, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, maybe if you know going in. Yes. By the way, how did he return? I thought they dropped him into that giant like thing in the sand, the Sarlacc pit. See, we and don't have Time. Then he was back again. There, there's a lot. There, there's a lot. He's a Mandalorian. See, he's there's a lot. Let's not go into it. But <laughs> so, Boba Fett is my favorite character all right. of all time. Then Darth Vader, but he's evil. Darth, but Darth, but he wasn't at the beginning and he wasn't at the end. He's only evil. No, Darth in the is evil. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker is a good guy. See? I would have gotten DeMarco knows his Star Wars stuff wrong. <laughs> You're like locked in. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. One more here. Uh, when you get your car washed, do you circle the car? Do I what? Do you circle the car and point out any spots they missed, or are you just getting in the car and leaving? Depends. <laughs> Am I wrong if I do that? <laughs> no. This okay. is why it's one of the options. Take okay. me through it. I, I do. The guy, guy takes the rag and says, hey, done, over here. Well, you come over. What happens next? Okay, Trey, I walk over with the tip money in my hand. Well, sure. And I show you what's yeah. what's there. Yes. And there's a few bills. So if I'm seeing stuff as I'm walking over, like, you should have got that, you should have got that, <laughs> then I'm going to pull one bill and give it to you and put the rest in my pocket. You're not going to say, hey, would you mind you, you, that, that back there? Nah, You're not gonna I'm not going to ask you twice. Yeah. No, I gave you a shot. Okay? <laughs> I got $10 here. Oh, you know, in, in three different bills or four different bills. You're going to get 
all of them or one of them, depending on how you did. <laughs> how you take care of it. <laughs> right. Ask Slee is brought to you by Harris Resort. SoCal voted best resort in Funner, California. From dining to unwinding, a trip to Funner, California is always a win. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting HarrahsSoCal.com. All right. Lots of Laker fans on hold want to talk about what happened last night in New York with the Knicks. We're going to get to those. Plus, I want to go back to the conversation we were having about the running game with the Rams and why they go away from it as quickly as they do. That's all coming up. It's Trav and Sleed. DeMarco's in for Sleed today. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.